0: You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Hey, it's your boy Tom here, and we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Ooh, fellas, fellas, fellas. I know you guys missed me last week. You tried to act like you didn't. Don't even play. It's all right. Our numbers were down a little bit, but I'm back, so the fans will be back. You know how <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the life you're living over that time. I absolutely love it.
0: So, I have to know. First of all, let me give a shout-out to uh, that beautiful shirt that Gary's wearing. Oh, oh
2: thanks, sweetheart. I just found this. <laughs>
0: this old <whole> thing. <laughs> Ah, uh, your shirt. Your shirt looks pretty cool too. I guess. Uh,
2: no, don't give him that credit.
0: <laughs> well, I was just trying to get his attention because obviously, whatever he's got going on, on that he's day. always
2: on the phone. He can't focus. I, on the look,
1: I'm, I'm gonna tell we're, y'all what
2: podcast time, and he's on his phone. I'm.
1: I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm looking at, man. What I'm looking at is the 75 greatest basketball players. Oh, of he needs number one. We
2: all know I'm, who that is.
1: Well, I was looking at the team. I was looking at the team oh. and I saw that Kevin Durant like somebody in his family had passed away so he wasn't able to make it and I was just reading about that just just freshening up on my NBA. Oh. Um, yeah. That's that's There's, That's
2: well that's uh, a good thing cuz we're going to talk NBA a little okay. bit here. Okay.
1: All right, um, that's what I that's, at least what that's what I'm for my mind. weekend that's
2: what I'm going to bring up.
1: Okay. Well, did did Tom ask us about our weekend?
2: He, he, does, he doesn't. He just, we take over now. He doesn't do I, anything. How, I, I, just I just was getting into it, it, but oh, you were okay. distracted
1: by your phone, so I had to wait. That, you, you're right. Okay. That, <laughs> I, I apologize. Go ahead, Tom. So,
0: so how was your weekend, fellas? Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: so I watched one of the uh, worst dunk contests ever known to man. I have an idea to fix it. So
1: I'm glad I'm glad that I'm glad that you're not just complaining. You actually come in with some resolution to these issues. I I have
2: a great resolution when we get to that. Also, I know um, we saw the fiasco, another Bob Knight situation going, but not towards a player this time with the Juwan Howard. So I would like to get some takes on that because we also have seen Calipari the Kentucky headbutt an official and. Stuff like that. He still has his job. So now will that happen? Would you want Howard? Is he going to be fired for doing that? Or what's going to happen? And how's this going to work? I'm interested to know y'all's take on that.
1: Okay. Are you asking us right now? You just kind of roll. Yeah. Oh, through right through. now. That's my. Oh, oh okay. Those, okay.
2: those are my topics for this weekend. When I I, I saw, I didn't do anything. So those are my topics. Yeah, but how for, you know
1: I didn't do anything? Like you We you don't, don't care.
2: I'm asking these questions <laughs> first. We're still in my weekend. We'll get <laughs> <the answer> to yours <laughs> after we answer that. Savage. Okay.
1: You got it. You absolutely got it, Gary. I I'm glad that we're having this, this this discussion. Uh I don't see anything wrong with Juwan Howard and what he did. I don't see anything wrong with that coach doing what he did. I'm gonna tell you something, what age we're in right now. So if you go back and you look at all the coaches, Phil Knight, all those coaches, all those old school coaches, and how they was brought up in the NBA and when they played or if they didn't play, depending on what coach you are, it's completely different from a Jawan Howard or a Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway did the same thing in an interview where he lost his cool and he was saying, stop trying me. You're in that age now where it's ex-basketball players that are head coaches now that take it very serious on and off the court. And when you come at them, you're not coming at them from a coaching standpoint. You're coming at them from like a man-to-man situation because they can't cut it off or change it. So whenever you do something disrespectful to this ex-player, you bring back those old emotions. Uh, You know what I'm saying? I understand that I'm a coach, but you bring it back those old emotions. And those old emotions involve me doing something and defending myself or... Or reaching out. I, I have no problem with that because I'm I'm gonna tell you a personal experience of myself. It was 2005. Uh we are in Mississippi State. It's our football team and Jackie Sherl is the head coach over over, over there at Mississippi State, and Tommy West is the coach at Memphis. Uh they beat us, but they barely beat us, and they beat us in Starkville. And it was time to shake hands, and it I got was
2: a question before you go. Did you fumble in that game?
1: I did not. Okay, <laughs> I just wondering. Not. I did not. You gonna like? You gonna like where I finish with this though? Okay. So they come to the middle of the hill, middle of the field to shake hands, and it was something that Jackie Sherrill didn't like. So he disrespected our head coach but not wanting to shake his hand, and our head coach wasn't going for that. And they got into like a little scuffle in the middle of the. Uh, uh, field at the uh, fifty-yard line, and our coach was yelling, "Hey, you know, you gonna respect my team? You gonna respect this team? You know?" And you know, he found it that it was very disrespectful. It was something that Jackie Sherrill did against our team. So he he got in the locker room and all weekend been asking, answering questions. And his thing was, is like, "Hey, this is my team. You know, they they fight. I this is a really good football team, and you gonna respect us for that." At the time, I didn't think we were a really good football team, but we rolled off nine wins, three losses, and the rest is history. We went to our first bowl game, and it was because our head coach stood up for us when nobody else would. Like, it's not like, you know, we come from a program like Louisville where they have this illustrious uh, bowl records and- Correct, that bowl, started with me. Stuff like but, that. If you could tell, you can hear the sarcasm in my voice. They're not much different from us, especially. We're way better than them as a football team now. <laughs> Back then. We're struggling. So, we're I,
2: rebuilding. We're rebuilding. We, we
1: always go through hardships and we always go through rebuilding phases within our program. And that's where we were at the time. But Coach West, I think he changed that. And it was all by him standing up and facing another head coach where they almost came to blows. They didn't actually come to blows, but they almost did. This is that new age of coaching, bro. Where you just ain't running up on head coaches now talking trash. You go, you go, hey, it's Malice in the Palace now. That's that generation.
2: So, so, time, what's your thoughts on that whole situation with Joan Howard? <laughs>
0: well, my, my, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't say I, I saw a tweet that somebody said, Jawan Howard has been getting triggered by last minute timeouts since the 90s <laughs> because of that timeout. Oh,
2: that's was, that's <laughs> correct. <laughs> Yeah. A five-five. <laughs> right.
0: But, you know, I mean, it's one of those things. I, you, you see stuff like this happen where, you know, he, people get out of hand. And it gets testy. You know, I, I saw, you know, because the other coach grabs him first to kind of, like, say, hey, you're going to talk to me or whatever. And then, you know, how – I don't know. I, I'm, I'm wondering what the assistant coach said that made Juwan Howard go off on him, you know, because it was kind of like – uh, from out of nowhere. Uh, but it's just one of those things. I think you probably get like a suspension. I don't think you should be fired because we've seen stuff like this. If if he'd hit a player or something, then that's different. But, you know, uh, another coach,
2: um, stuff happens, you know. so hi. I, I agree. I do not think it was a, that big of a deal. I think it was frustrations no. from both teams. I don't think he should get fired. Do I think he will? Yes, in today's world, I think they're going to fire him just because our society is getting soft, so I feel like he probably will get fired. I hope he doesn't because I don't think it's fireable offense. I think other coaches have done things and not got fired, uh, so I don't think it should be, but I hope he doesn't. Do you think I, I there's – hold on, let me ask this real quick because I've been on
0: Twitter and, you know, you see it pop up on there. Do you think there's a race element that comes into play here as a black coach that is the one doing the hitting versus, you know, they? because somebody brought up like Bobby Knight would hit people all the time. Nothing ever happened to him. Like you said,
2: Calipari is blah blah. So is that something that would pop up? No, because I think, I don't, I, I think it, it, people will try and tie it to that. I don't think it is a race thing. I think with Bobby Knight, it was back when things were accepted and allowed. Nowadays people jump to cancel quick and if you do something that other people don't like, Gary, cancel. you don't I,
1: shut the hell up. It was never allowed. It was never allowed Gary. Did he ever get in trouble for it? No. So it was we, we, it just, wasn't, we it was talked fine. about it. We talked about yeah, it. We, exactly. I mean,
2: but nobody cared enough to do anything. Okay, so, and nowadays, everything is turned into, oh, we are going to overcare now because we didn't care back then on things. So we're going to overcare and overdo things now to make up for that. So I don't think, I don't agree with that. And that's, I think that's where a lot of the cancel culture came from. But, um,
1: <laughs> Gary said I, I overcare think, now.
2: Yeah, it's definitely over <laughs> here. <over Thanks>. <laughs> it literally has nothing to do with anybody, but people want to would want him fired, and it has nothing to do with them.
1: That's uh, what I don't I understand. Agree. Who who's calling for him to be fired, and why? No, I'm not saying. They've he will. already I think set I
0: up a safe that. space for the Wisconsin team for them to go sit in. So I, I
1: I don't I don't understand why they're calling for his job, and 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 that's I guess that's one of the issues that I have with. Not necessarily like this new age of thinking or this cancel culture, but the fact that my job's on the line because uh, we've had this discussion very similar to having a squeaky clean record and then doing something like crazy and then somebody throwing a book at you because you made a mistake one time, you know, making a, a mistake that 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 defines the rest of your life that shouldn't define the rest of your life. And I think this is one of those situations with well, How-
0: this isn't the first time that something... Like, I don't think he's done something this severe, but I did see on Twitter he's had a few other incidents before.
1: But, that, but that's the thing, though. That's the thing. Like, he... When he was walking over there, he was saying, don't touch me. And and he, and here's another thing, too, that people don't understand. Jawan Howard doesn't need that job. Jawan Howard doesn't need the money that... He, he doesn't. I mean... We hope, we hope he doesn't. Yeah, let's just say that. We hope he doesn't need that money. But with that being said, pushing the money aside from a professionalism standpoint, I see attorneys and I see doctors, I see people in different fields of work lose their cool and are in leadership roles. So I it I don't see why this is such a big deal. I mean, he didn't even really well, like it was a weak ass punch anyway. It ain't like it did. Well,
2: it's more you know, it was more of a slap, but I feel like I think the two things he has going for him is he was done he was ready to go and then the other coach stopped him and that's what escalated everything up so he didn't start the whole thing uh to, to for the whole argument and i think he's he went to michigan so i think michigan might have his back
1: uh, i don't i don't think it worked like that gear but okay well i, mean, I would I hope
2: think. but who knows i, I, but I not, mean not, i think not, but now, okay, so we discussed that. That was my first. Whoa, 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 hold, now, up, hold up, hold up,
1: hold up, hold up, hold up. I, now, I, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to skate across this because I, 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 really, I, I really want to, so. I, I really want to button this up though, <laughs> because it's, 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 it's bothering me just a little bit now that the fact that, okay, so when we was talking about this Jawan Howard incident, I thought we was talking about him getting in trouble, not the fact that we're calling for his job right now. I don't think what he did deems him losing his job. Now, this, I want to make sure that's any coach. It it doesn't matter if he was black, white, green, orange, yellow, or if this was a little league, if this was – because there was nothing really, like, egregious that really happened. They had a disagreement. He threw a weak-ass punch. Uh, it didn't really connect well. Like, I, I don't think firing him, the, the crime meet the char- – I mean, the charge and the crime add up. Uh, so, with that being said, I'm thinking about it from this standpoint. If that would have been a kid or uh, one of the players would we be looking at this completely different would you feel the same way gary if this was a player maybe this was a player on the other team that right, he didn't so, like they maybe had words or something i i, I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page as it relates to him not doing anything regardless of who right. it was he did it to
2: so i think if he hit a player on the other team i think same that situation would be a where he walked over and yeah, he said, I would hey, say, I would say it's a fireball offense to hit a player because they're a kid still. We're going to call it what it is. They're still a kid because they're in college. And uh, so I would say that would be. But the coach initiated all that stuff. But now I also don't have a problem with a coach grabbing one of his own players and getting his attention and, like, forcefully – not, like, punching him, like, grabs his jersey. People get mad at that. I don't have a problem with that. Like, one of the coaches in football got, re- got reamed for grabbing the guy's face mask. And, and talking to him because he screwed up on a penalty. But that kid was so attentive and took everything to heart, and he was fine with it. I, I have no problem with that because he's not hitting. It's more of like getting their attention and making sure they understand how important what they did was, how important, how negative it was to hurt the team, how important that situation was in that situation. I don't condone hitting anybody, but getting their attention right. is different.
1: Okay. All right. Was there any players out there, Gary? Just curious. Uh, other than myself that will get you worked up man talk trash to you where you wanted to put hands on them And you just said, you know what? I'm gonna let my play do the talk No,
2: I did. Uh, I did a little bit of reverse psychology on players and I felt it worked a little bit So like I'll use James Harrison for example. So James Harrison crushed me going across the middle once uh-huh. Everybody's like ooh because it sounded hard like he hit me hard. I didn't feel any of it. It was fine. So I got up and he was talking crap. And I'm like – so my response was, hey, good hit. Now in his mind, he's like, I just crushed this guy. He got up and said, hey, nice hit. Now in his mind, subconsciously, I feel like he's he's like, oh, well, I, I, I'm not going to be able to do nothing or he's a nice dude. I'm not going to hit him as hard next time. And I felt like that worked on some players because I've said that some guys and the next time they take it easy, whether I'm blocking them, I'll be like they take it easy on that play or something because after I said, hey, good job or whatever on that play – they would go easy the next play so i feel like that reverse psychology on players has worked for me when i was playing in games but i have never in the nfl i never got hit hard where i was like oh that hurt not uh, once honestly no, because have. granted well granted well again granted i'm i'm a lot bigger i'm 6'6 i was the hell that's supposed to be <laughs> no no i'm saying i'm 6'6 50. so like most guys are going at my ankles they're not hitting me up high Harrison hit me going across the middle, and but he hit me in the shoulder. It yeah. sounded loud, but it didn't like. If he had hit me in the stomach, it would have probably knocked the wind out of me. But the way he hit me, it didn't. Uh-huh. So like, I never got hit. I know I was never in a position to just get crushed, where I would been like it would hurt. Because okay. most DBs go after the ankle, so I never had to worry about that.
1: So nobody ever talked trash to you?
2: Of course, but I always just killed them with kindness.
1: Oh, okay.
2: And then next play, they'd be taking the play off. Okay, thanks, guy. Good job. <laughs> Happened all the time. I just reverse psychology them.
1: Ah, uh, that works. That works. Okay, that's all and, I want. And
2: they get more frustrated. They can't do anything. Like if one's like, "Oh, i ain't gonna catch something on you. Catch what? Hey, good job, whatever." Or they they knock the ball out. You're like, "Hey, nice job." And the next five times I get the ball thrown to me, I'm catching on you. I'm not gonna talk crap. I'm just gonna uh, let it be. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But uh, now let's go to the uh, dunk contest. I want to talk about this dunk contest.
1: There's nothing to talk about, Gary. There's nothing to talk
2: about. Well, I want to bring up that I've seen people tweeting that it wasn't as bad as people said it was. The dunks were pretty cool, and people were just giving it a bad rap. It was terrible.
1: Okay. It was All was all dunks. Go ahead. Before we even get to the dunk contest, before we even get there, what is the criteria do you feel like they need to have in order for you to even join the dunk contest? Like, I mean, is it like everybody was talking about John ja Morant? He should be in the dunk contest. He should be in the dunk contest. What's the motivating factor for me to even want to be a part of the dunk contest? What's the payout? You see what I'm saying? Like there's nothing so, motivating about it. There's no big well, dunk.
2: I will get to that because I have two th- two ways to fix the dunk contest. Okay. All right. Okay. So I will get to that in a second. I want to. Continue. Okay. You so go ahead. You I go think, ahead and complain. I think one ahead. way to, I think you should, there's, they need to reinstitute the time, how much time it takes. How, how long you get 30 seconds to make your dunk. Cause some of the guys took three minutes to get a dunk completed. Like it forces you to have to do a dunk and make it not 30. Now they get unlimited tries. That's not entertaining. I, I remember watching Vince Carter. Vince Carter missed one dunk because he threw it so hard off the back of the iron. <laughs> it was not yeah. that he missed a dunk.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna go on record and I'm gonna say this. And and I don't give a damn who disagree with me. You can at me, you can say whatever the hell you want to say, but Vince Carter is the best dunker to ever come through the NBA, bro. I disagree. Ever.
2: Ever. What? So I'll get ever. Yeah, I'll, had ever in game? In game? Hold on, You just hold hey. on. You just said your first statement. I love Vince Carter. He's my hey, probably I'll my you know third right favorite player the all best time. Best dunk contest winner of all time. I, I will agree with that. But I'm going to tell you, there was a dunker who played in the NBA. You just said best dunker to ever play in the NBA. He played yeah. in the NBA for two years. This kid did, and he is the best. He is one of the best dunkers I've ever seen in my life. It was James White. He went what? through the legs from the free throw line bro, behind stop the it. Line. Stop it! Stop you it! You need to go, go watch. Go ahead and finish. But see all, dunks, no, see, all boy, his dunks—no, see, all his dunks came from overseas. All his dunks came from overseas. So he didn't never do them in the NBA. But I'm saying, like you said, he played in the NBA. He did play for two years.
1: Gary, I will I'm say, kidding, Vince look, Carter is, look, the, is look, the most bro, realistic. Vince Carter is the greatest dunker of all time. I, it used to be Clyde Drexler. It used to be him. But then Clyde the Glide, that shit, I, I would he say got Dominique ground. Was
2: better than Clyde. Do you think Dominique? I, Dominique, I think he was. But better than But did Clyde. James White's dunk come while he was in the NBA or post NBA? It was post NBA. Was an uh, overseas dunk count.
0: contest. even though but just, you know, just know, he was
2: in it, his criteria said to ever play in the NBA. He played two years. Hey, like, that was well, what I'm I was mean, going. It, 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 do it don't it. matter if
1: he played six months, Gary. He's not a better <laughs> dunker than Vince Carter, bro. But he is the I greatest. Of all time, bro. This, this, you can, there's nobody highlight reel in the no, NBA. I, a,
2: I agree with you. Even I, just, compared I,
1: was, I agree with you. I was just giving you
2: the technicality. That's all. Okay. I do agree with you're, you. I but think you're saying
1: was. that the white kid is better than Vince Carter.
2: James White? <laughs> I think if they, if they would have done it separately, I think James White, again, I've never seen anybody go through the legs from behind the free throw line. That's outrageous. And James okay. White did that with ease. Okay. Didn't uh, Every, didn't like Zach Levine or somebody do that later on? His foot was past the free lo- free
1: throw line. James look, White was gonna the get foot you on technicality. It. That's right, what Gary's gonna I'm get you on. I'm just giving you. You, I do realize, see, you, you. you do realize the thing is, you do realize at the I, I, time, I, I, Vince Carter yeah, dunks. He he oh, he no, invented I, all of those dunks.
2: I, I told you. I said I agree with you, Vince Carter. I was using the technicality. Vince okay. Carter is the best. I agree with you. Vince Carter jumped over a seven foot guy in a game and cleared him. <laughs> like I yeah. can't like knock that. I <laughs> know. But but no, so like I'm saying, like every every dunk we saw was just generic oh, was stuff we've seen before.
1: Terrible. So what, like, what is the name of the white kid that does all the dunking that's not in the NBA I got you. Calm
2: down. You get kill kill You're Lauren getting yourself or whatever. Yourself. Who would you say, Jordan, Kildoran, or whatever his name is? Y'all getting ahead of getting. No, yeah, okay. Before we All go good. to that,
0: so we go, here's that, how we. Here's how so we, we get, fix. I'll we just go go ahead and jump. Before we fix it, let me talk my 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 take on okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So my thing about the dunk contest, because if you look back at like some of those quote unquote what we consider epic dunk contests from the '80s, early '90s, you know, everybody marvels at Dr. J from jumping from the free throw line. It's because we haven't seen it. Right, back in the day, that was, was something that we had right. seen. The dunks that Vince Carter did at that time were amazing. We've never someone, seen. Yeah. If someone does that dunk in in today's dunk contest, we're like, eh. So I think it. that's that's right. So that's part of what they're up against. It's hard to come up with new dunks unless you are a professional dunker, which is what you have. But this is not what their main thing is. I mean, yeah, you have some of the guys that could have been there, like John Morant anthony edwards um but even anthony edwards says i don't really have tricks in my bag mitchell i'm just an in-game dunker i just want to dunk on people i don't have tricks in my bag to pull out so the guys that play in the nba are mostly focused on their actual game whereas you know with some of these dunks you got to be willing to put time and effort into some of these trick dunks and so that's why you have professional dunkers that can do it so slide into what you're about to say gary because i feel like you're probably gonna bring up some of that
2: well you, if you you talk about like originality, there isn't much anymore. Aaron Gordon was original. He went he went over a mascot, underneath both legs, and reversed it. That had never been seen before, and he did that. So you can do it if you want to do it. The thing is, there's no like you like D. You were saying there's no incentive for these players yeah. to want to to compete. No. So I have two different ways to do it to okay. fix it to fix the thing. So first, how do you incentivize players to do it? You have the NBA put up money to the winner's charity of choice. Okay, the winner like of the dunk that. contest gets fifty to to $100,000 to whatever charity they want. Then the player's got something to play for because now it's more than just doing it for a trophy that means nothing to them. So that now you already give them a reason to do it. And I think you take away the minimum score that the lowest score they can get is a six. I think it should be if you get a one, you get a one. There shouldn't be a a minimum of a six because it's too easy to give these guys a seven, eight, nine on mediocre dunks. I think you got to eliminate the, the minimum score chart. If you, get a, if you get a 27, you deserve a 27 on your dunk because you sucked. Again, I don't know if we'll ever do that because we're in the participation world. We want to make people feel better. So I don't think that would be the case. But I think that's what you do. And you reinstate the time limit. You have 30 to 45 seconds to do your dunk. Complete whatever dunk it is. That's what it is, and then if you don't get one, then you're that's it. That's your you get scored off of what you missed, because we can't we can't have a guy taking twenty minutes to show his Timberlands dance and then go miss eight dunks.
0: Hey, um, hey, come on, chill, my boy Cole, my boy Cole Anthony. Come for on. one, Cole
1: Anthony oh, shouldn't have even been in a
2: dunk contest. Why not? He's so,
1: a good dunker. So, so Gary, he's,
2: he if, is a he is not a good dunker. He just dunks.
1: So everything now. Go ahead. Are you done? Is that, is that, was that your criteria? Okay, go ahead. The last
2: one, the last one. So if you incentivize them to do charity, you bring in, as you said, the professional dunker, James Kilgum, whatever from Canada, he challenges everybody in the NBA. I will dominate all of you in a dunk contest and I'm better than y'all. And you make that challenge. He comes out and says, I am better than y'all at dunking. None of you can touch me. Now, now they want to prove him wrong. Obviously, there's going to be some guys who are scared because they don't want to get look look bad against somebody who can dunk and they can't do it, but they're NBA guys. They should be able to do that kind of stuff. He doesn't do – he does creative things. That's his thing. He practices creative things that other guys aren't willing to try, and he does all of it. So I think that's that would just bring another aspect to it, a random person that is a professional dunker challenging NBA players. And if the NBA players win – They just beat the professional dunker, and they're getting money to their charity. It's a a win-win for everybody because now you bring that excitement back to the game.
1: Okay, so I I do have to point out the fact that there's a such thing as a professional dunker, which is a guy that can't play basketball but is really fucking good at dunking. Let's just make sure we understand what you're saying right now. Yes. So what Gary's saying is is we're going to bring in somebody that is a professional and just purely dunking and he's saying that nba players should do the same thing but yet this professional dunker can't play in the nba so Vince Carter
2: would have beat this kid in his heyday in a dunk contest but i don't to, care if he's, a he's the greatest vince-
1: dunker of all time though
2: Garrett. That's what i'm saying is vince Carter was willing to try new things and be inventive and create new things yeah, today's well, dunkers aren't in the nba
1: well see that's the thing though Vince Carter was creative. He, you could tell he practiced his dunks. He went out there, he was creativity. It wasn't like yes. he was trying on the fly. Well, these kids now days, they just go out there and they just do it on the fly like, "Hmm, let me see what I want to do here. Oh, okay. Nah, I can't Correct. do that. I'm a, am gonna switch it up. I'm gonna do it." They don't have any creativity. They don't try anything. They they should have hired this professional dunker to give them some ideas. See it's something fine. Something like that. Like you, I mean, you should have to go through this guy's school or something. Very well, simple.
2: And like, a, like the very la- the last time a dunk contest was entertaining was Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon. Because they did unique dunks, stuff you haven't really seen very often. And they tried new things. And I gave them credit. And they had a really good dunk contest. That's the last time anybody talked about it. I couldn't even tell you anybody that was in a dunk contest in 17, 18, 19, or 20, because 16 was when Levine and Aaron Gordon did it. I got you a way to
0: do it. I got you a way to do it. Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. The three-point contest, the skills contest, the dunk competition. Every person that wins one of those, their team gets a guaranteed playoff spot. Boy, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, people jumping out the gym trying to win that. Because, look. Uh, maybe not, maybe not for all those, but for the dunk competition, definitely. I know it would never work, and it's really just asinine to suggest. But think about how much more people would be going for it if they knew they could win their team a guaranteed playoff spot by winning the dunk contest.
1: Here's another thing about the dunk contest. Do y'all remember back in the days, and I'm saying back in the days because I'm old now. But back in the days where the dunk contest was the highlight of the All Star game, nobody cared about anything else. It was the, sp- the Sprite dunk contest. That's what everybody wanted to watch. We all knew who was involved, and we all knew, like, man, that was the thing to watch. Now, because of Steph Curry, it's the fucking three point contest. Like, that's what we look. That's the time. Well, and, and we get we no big in.
2: names to do the dunk contest. That's another thing. No, I didn't yeah. know. I knew one of the names from that was in the dunk contest. And I knew Cole Anthony, but Cole Anthony is not a, he's not going to be a flyer. He's a guy who can barely dunk. Like, he shouldn't have been in the dunk contest. So, like I'm saying, like, they didn't have high flyers that are known to be dunkers. And I also don't think a 6'11 guy or 6'10 guy when Dwight Howard did it a while back should be in a dunk contest. That right. just should not be the case. Gotcha. Okay. I and, mean. And then, like. They give credits like Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was a the non They always talk about how he jumped over a car. He jumped over the hood of a Prius. That does not count as jumping over a car. That's not even jump better. Jumping over a person is better than that. But they gave him so much love for that, and that frustrated <laughs> me so much. I'm like, he, he jumped over the hood. He didn't even jump over the top of the car. <laughs> that, that he jumped over way. the hood. Yeah, <laughs> you know that, but he got 50s for it. It's just their, their grading standards are so terrible and because they're afraid to hurt feelings i guess and like the white howard superman one he didn't even dunk it he threw the ball in the rim that shouldn't count as a good dunk he didn't dunk it he threw it in the rim there's a difference
1: uh, you, hey you and kimmo gary he he's so furious right now guys it just he's doesn't make so
2: it just doesn't make sense cuz it just takes away from the dunk contest and it used to be like you said it used to be a great thing fun thing uh but Right, I got but a we, question.
1: We're with, not going to uh, talk about how Steph changed the game. Like, literally, where we. Of course, we, he made a
2: three, but there's still. The, okay, you think he would have changed you the game. He wasn't impressed LeBron with Cat shooting all those contest? threes.
1: Let's be honest. We it, Was nobody else impressed with his shooting skills to win that?
2: No, I agree. But do you think it would have been. You think it still would have changed the game if LeBron would have done a dunk contest? No. Everybody would have been locked into the dunk contest.
1: Uh, you talking about, we think
2: big names. We don't get the big names. Nobody gets hype about it anymore. Nobody knows Avi Toppin who won the dunk contest. He's a young guy. Nobody knows who he is. Right. Like the other guy, I don't even know who he's at from golden state Warriors. I don't even know his name and Cole Anthony. I know him just because it's a Anderson,
0: Come on. Well, boy. yeah, Y'all the boys don't, don't watch basketball though. That's why you don't know. No, who I don't know guys. who
2: he is. And then, who, who was the first guy?
0: Highest, Jalen green. Who
2: was the first guy? Jalen Oh Green. Jalen a Green, rookie. I was disappointed with him. Yeah. I I actually picked him to win. But cuz I know he was that's considered we... a high flyer in the G League and stuff.
1: But <laughs> that was I have a that legit was your question source? for
2: you time. No, I was just, that's just was it. I have a time answer for you time, a question for you time. Why do you, what's the real reason you think LeBron didn't do a dunk contest? Was it because if he lost, he felt like it would be negative towards him or what was his what do you think his reasoning was? I'm just interested to know cuz i think he should have done one at least one
0: yeah if he was going to do one you know his rookie year probably been the time to do it because you know he did uh mcdonald's all-american dunk contest which he won which i've seen and all he did was jump higher than everyone else yeah he didn't <laughs> do anything
2: special i watched it too i was right. like he didn't do anything
0: special and so i think lebron just realized that you know it's like hey i think he's kind of like what anthony edwards said said i don't have tricks in my bag i'm just an in-game dunker I can jump high and I can dunk on people. And I think he knew that him losing a dunk competition would hurt more than him not ever being in one. And and it would it would hurt worse him losing than him winning one would have helped
2: him. But do you think do you think that is staying true? Because now all I hear is about when we don't have names LeBron's name always comes up. Why did he do one now? That's always brought up every year Why didn't LeBron do one you hear it all the time? I'm sure he hears it So I feel like in turn it actually could be a negative long term because he's always gonna get brought up. Well, why didn't he ever want to do one? He's always talking. He's always a hard dunker and all that stuff So why didn't he try it at least Even
1: you know, what? You, know what time, you know what time? I, I, Michael Jordan would never do a dunk contest, right? Never
2: and he won what? it What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: That was you didn't hear the sarcasm? Right. Cuz he's well, the greatest in the world ever.
0: No, but the thing and is, he's the dunk not a show competition Back either. then was way more prestigious than it is now. It was even not even that prestigious when LeBron started coming through. It's not like it lost its luster, I'd say after Vince Carter.
2: I don't know about that one.
0: I think I honestly I think Vince Carter's the one who killed it cuz everybody was like, "Damn. Yeah. What, what can I do to top that now?"
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could say that. If you could say Steph Curry ruined basketball by shooting all the threes, I could say Vince Carter broke the the dunk contest. I I I I can agree with you on that time, and I I'm hate not to.
2: agreeing. I'm not agreeing because I think you can just come with more creative stuff. I,
0: I but mean, nobody
1: has though. But Gif. that's what
0: I'm saying.
2: It's like they don't they I, don't care to do it. Well,
0: what you, well, you got to think about it? At a certain point, it it is risky to try some of the some of these more creative dunks. It is. Uh, you know, I thought the one that Obi Toppin did last night where he goes between his legs off the backboard and then dunked it. Like,
2: it that was more of a layup. It
0: was, it was, was more of a layup. Yeah. Because he
2: didn't actually dunk it, he laid it in.
0: I think the big thing for these guys that's going to make them seem better, like if they would have just been able to do it on their first try, or, you know, Correct. This, that's the big thing. Like, the whole eight years to finally get the dunk in is what kills it. If that's why went,
2: I said there should be a time limit.
0: Yeah. Or even a. Uh, an attempt limit that was you know you know you used to have what like two attempts at the rim or something like hey i think that that's what they should bring back you know it's
2: like sudden death you got it's now or never big dog and i think you if you incentivize it with donating to their charity i think you're gonna have more players bigger names Mm -hmm. want to do it
1: i so what it what was the incentive back in the days is not the incentive now it's just money not enough it was just the prestige of winning to being the best dunker uh, i thought it was
2: prestige because how that's how big the dunk contest was
1: uh i i remember the year steph curry and uh uh clay thompson did it and that's what turned the three-point contest because you know steph was shooting threes just kind of left and right and i think he won it no clay won it that year didn't he i don't the, remember I think both, it was like back to back years where one of them won it and the other one won it the next year. But they brought that, they brought that, that it factor to the three point contest. That's why people watch that now versus the the dunk contest with no names, even in the three point contest. It wasn't big names in the three point contest, but I mean, it was, it's because of the ability to shoot threes and shoot them at a very accurate rate. So one of my buddies had an interesting uh, idea to do something
2: with a three-point competition. You can't do it with the dunk, but three-point you could. Uh you have the top, you have six guys, three of them advance. Those three that advance take on legends like Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, and a head-to-head three-point competition to see who would win. Old versus new. And uh, as it, it would just be an entertaining aspect. Like, are you gonna yeah, beat Reggie good. Miller in a three-point competition? Are you gonna beat Hell Ray yeah, Allen? No. He is Larry Bird going to come out and dominate still? You know they have the three-point line back. So,
1: yeah, they're definitely going to miss. <laughs> but, it. Yeah. But,
2: but it would but it'd be interesting because what if one of them win? Now it's going to be all tough. I'm not letting that happen again. It just would be entertaining even more than it already is. The fact you had a big man win was entertaining.
1: Man, I'm telling you right now, the NBA All-Star game is not what it used to be. I No. I, we, well, look, I'm going to tell you what really pisses me off, Gary, is that we get a lot of flack for the Pro Bowl. Like, well, we had our Pro Bowl. We wasn't allowed to talk about it, but we could talk about it now, and I know it's not current, but I'm still going to talk about it. They gave us hell. Oh, they're not really playing serious. Look at this. This is bull crap. People had to come out and defend us. Uh, some people came out and talked bad about us that's within the company. But we, we get it. We understand. But we also understand that it's time for us to take care of people because we're going into the offseason. The NBA right now is in the middle of the season. And the NBA games that we get when it's 165 to 163, there's no defense. People get uh, praised for uh, not playing defense and getting these spectacular in-game dunks. Like I, I don't even know why they even choose an MVP anymore because the MVP is not prestigious. It just means that you scored a lot of points on somebody not holding you or guarding you like, like they would in the game.
2: Like, for example, like you say that. The score was one thirty nine, one thirty eight at the start of the fourth quarter, in the Pro Bowl, I mean, in, in the All Star game. That's the start. There's still fifteen minutes left. That was the start, and that was the score. That tells you they don't play defense. No. And it shouldn't even like it's it's terrible too. Both of them don't need a game. Well, you guys think- know how physical basketball is. So you can't expect not at all. It. We agree.
0: You can I mean, it's not like one of those pansy sports like football.
1: So you can't yeah. expect them disrespect
0: <laughs> to play full-on defense in a tough, hard-nosed game like today's basketball. So just get out
2: of here. Bring back '90s football. Golly,
1: oh, that's what we do. But <laughs> no, time.
2: I did have a response to your comment about if uh, the winners of it got something for their team. I would say the only, you could do something like it, but it would be if you if one of your players won the three point or the skills or the dunk contest, and there was a tie in records, you get to win because your player won that thing. That would be a way to do it as a tiebreaker
0: for yeah. a tie. Yeah, because I agree. Because you know, obviously, you know, it'd be it'd be tough yeah. to automatically give somebody because you could have one of the worst teams in the league and have a yeah. No, it
2: be you just have to have like a it'd be a tiebreaker. It'd be the leading tiebreaker if your player. Participate and they won and y'all had a tie for playoff seating you get the better seat or what about sorry. if whoever whoever wins the dunk contest their city gets to host the all-star game next year Ooh. or you could say the east or west starts at home in the in the finals
1: Ooh. that's that's strong well, well see that's a, yeah, y'all throwing out a lot of stuff now But nobody really want to talk about it. Can we can we talk about this? And I'm talking solely to you, Tom. Now, y'all know damn well that the All-Star game shouldn't have had his ass nowhere close to Cleveland. Why is it in Cleveland, Tom? Please explain that to me. Why are all these festivities? There's nothing in Cleveland at all. Nothing. What got us there?
0: Uh, well they did have two all stars. And you know they I will have-
1: say the the Cavs are playing really well. I, it, it ain't got yupp- nothing to do with the Cavs. He know he know exactly what this has something to do with.
0: It's got to do with LeBron, it, obviously. But it shouldn't,
1: after what he said. Cleveland's not his home.
2: Akron's his home. Well yeah, but He's that's just as close Cleveland to home he can saying- get yeah, but he's dissing Cleveland at the same time. He's nah, like, I don't man. think I'm coming home when I'm, when I'm going to Cleveland. My home's Akron. That's dissing Cleveland at the same time.
0: Right, but that's still like Cleveland's still the city that raised him, essentially, you know,
2: out here. In- and I know we're going to have a little LeBron session for half a second, but I think it is very bad taste that he said, I'm going to do whatever I have to to get on the same team as Bronny when he gets in the league. I I'm not a fan of that. Because to me, that sounds like he's going to strong-arm a team into drafting him, or he's going to force his way out of a team to go play with his son. And to me, that is not something you should do, in my eyes. I
0: mean, I mean, I don't think somebody's
2: going to be strong-armed this. What are you talking about? He says, hey, I will play on your team if you draft Bronny. You don't think they're going to do that? Like, it depends. I mean, yeah. I, I
1: mean, well, well, let's make sure we... We, you understand this, Gary. I, I understand. Let, I will, for this one time, I will respect the greatness that is LeBron James. Okay, I'm gonna give him his just due. He's top three, four, five of all time. One, if depending on who you' are talking to. If your time, mind. if your time, right. But what I'm telling you right now, and this is from a, I, I'm not a LeBron fan at all, and I, I mean, I'm. I, I love his activism off the court, but as far as like his game and stuff like that, I don't like it because I'm a Michael Jordan fan. Anyway, there's no way that somebody's going to draft Bronny high thinking they can get LeBron to come play with them, thinking LeBron's going to have that skill package that he had when he was the great LeBron James to come in and still contribute to a team like that. LeBron you can't don't, you play don't. every night. He can't play. You don't think
2: night. you don't think that if he's still in the Lakers, he can influence the Lakers to draft him in the first round?
1: No, no.
2: I hundred percent think he could.
1: I I don't think he can. Well, I
0: I, that's what I was gonna say. Because I, I don't
1: think, think his son is that good.
2: I I will say I don't think his son's gonna be a lottery pick at all. I don't think his I think his son's gonna be a late first, early second. Uh, personally, I think he's getting a lot of hype because he's LeBron's son. Games have y'all watched? Uh, I've seen three to be honest, only three. He's not even the best player on his team.
0: Right, but, you know, it's because every every player has their own path that they're going to take, right? You know, a lot of times right. the best players that end up being the best players in the league were, like, you know, three, four-star recruits, you know, I mean, that went to, like, Marquette, a.k.a. Dwayne Wade, or, you know, where where'd John Moran go? I'm just saying, like... But you, you don't think that...
2: Who his dad is is helping his recruiting. Well, obviously, I'm not of saying course. that's
0: not. But I'm saying, I'm saying, if people are expecting Bronny to be like his father, where he came in freshman phenom was the best player in the nation as a freshman, uh, that's just not the path that he's taking. But if you look at his skill set, how he's been developing, um, I just don't see how you can say he's not as good a player that that could make it there eventually because he's gonna obviously have. All the resources to get there he's gonna obviously have the uh ability to go to whatever school he wants to go to because yes any school is going to take him for the star power of being lebron's sons i mean you you already see how much star power he has now so it's it's just i i do want to see this is what it'll hinge on for me at what point does Bronny come out is he gonna be a one and done is he gonna play for a few years so, you know, I think, what is he, a junior? He's going to have to be one and done. His dad's going to be too old. That's what I was going to say. Like, how far down the road are we talking? What is LeBron's skill set like at that point? Is he, you know, he's obviously still playing at a super high level, averaging, you know, the most points in a season that he has. So, it's not, I don't foresee him, like, breaking down anytime soon necessarily, but I just don't know if he's going to be playing at such a high level that, somebody's going to be willing to throw away their future if they don't think Bronny's a top pick well, just to get LeBron for one year. Go ahead, D. I, I,
1: since we're talking about basketball, I was going to shift gears because I don't like all this LeBron James talk. I, I, well, it's about I, Bronny. But. I, I, I always step back when it it involves LeBron James because the more and more I talk, the more nauseous I get because I have to hear time rebuttals. And it's it's – it sounds like a Cowboys fan that come up with all these type of excuses and stuff for their beloved. But I d- I do have a serious question, um, and I, you know I wanted to talk about Black History Month. This oh, podcast. so we're changing
2: subjects, Scott. No no hurry.
1: no 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 no. I wanted to talk about Black History Month this podcast, but we won't we won't get a chance to get to it. So uh, because I want to talk about this because this is really important as we relate to basketball. Do you guys know the kid Hansel Emanuel? No. Yes, sir. So Memphis just offered him.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Memphis just offered. i was about him to say and, Gary, you know who it is. And I- somebody asked me, "Hey, what do you think about the offer?" And I go, "I well, I don't know. I was like, I've seen, I've never seen this kid play. Every time I've seen him, I've seen highlight tapes. And they Correct. was like, dude, by his highlights, he's gonna be amazing. I said, well, I don't want to see his highlights. I want to see how he is in a regular basketball game. Because I'm not comparing him, and, and 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 I want y'all to understand this. I'm not being mean. I'm not comparing him to other guys with one arm. I'm comparing him to the NBA or the 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 NCAA. I'm comparing him to everybody that 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 he's gonna be playing against. And I go, I I don't know how good he is because on his highlights, hell, he looks like LeBron James and Michael Jordan and Everybody else, that's what highlights do. But what what does this regular end game look like? My question to you guys is, is when somebody asks me, and obviously you know why they're asking you, hey, what do you think of this guy's skills? Do you think that this offer uh, that the University of Memphis offered him, do you think it's because of his skills, or do you think it's because, hey, you know, we want the publicity that comes with this kid? And two – do you offer this kid and 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 how do you how do you recruit this guy? Because obviously, I, I mean, I'm not a basketball coach, but how do you recruit this guy? How do you know that he's good?
2: I, I'm going to say it's a mix of both. You see what I'm I saying? Will say, I will say if he actually if they can continue with it and give him the scholarship and he takes it, then it's more than just publicity. But as of right now, I think it's more publicity, less player. But I think it's a mix of both. I think sixty forty probably, because like you said, I've only seen his highlights. His highlights look great. Uh, I think, but I think it's also an amazing story, and it keeps Memphis's eye, Memphis in the eyes of everything, just like you had with uh, Shaquem Griffin, or uh, Shaquem Griffin with one arm. His yeah. college was always in the news. UCF was always in the news, talking about him and his one arm playing. It was a that was huge for them. And he was still a good player. He got to play in the NFL, all that kind of stuff. So, like, do I think he has a shot? Yes. Do I hope it's legit? Yes, I hope it is legit. Do I think it's about publicity, too? I think it's 60 publicity, probably 40 player right now. And I think it will be a tell sign on what happens if they continue with the scholarship. And he takes it. Do they? Are they what do they do then? Is it, are they going to actually try and play him? Or are they just going to put him on the bench and not give him a shot? We won't know until we actually see.
1: What you got, Tom?
2: I,
0: I think I've watched a few of his uh, highlight highlights. tapes. I know it's highlights, but, um, and I understand you put together highlights to make stuff look any type of way, but he is having these highlight tapes be made against top notch competition. You know, he's playing other people that are at the top of their games for high school. And yeah, he's obviously
2: he better than Brawny.
0: Uh, I mean, he's older, so I think that his his game is, you know,
2: he's a year older, right? I think he's a year older. He's yeah. a senior, right? Yeah. And, and Bronny's a junior,
0: right? And I think I think LeBron, I think Bronny is more of an all around player, um, I'd say. But you know, Hansel, I mean, I mean, just call it is. He's obviously handicapped, for lack of a better term, for having one arm, and so that does limit his game. There's just no two ways around it. And you know, but some of the stuff he's able to do, even with that, is just crazy. Like you know you know what he's where you know
2: that he's not gonna be able to cross you over to the other arm, and he's no, still, he still might. He can cross and grab it with the same arm. I've seen right. it in his highlights. Man,
1: I, I am not doing this with y'all. I no, am he not did
2: it in his highlights.
1: doing this with y'all, bro this this let's talk about something else. This is not y'all have went into the wrong direction. This is not we're the direction that we're like talking about. No, nah, this is I, oh, time. So do you think that this kid got a shot?
0: Yeah, no. So I, I do. What will what, be interesting to see? Now,
1: now, when I when I say a shot, I'm not talking about a shot in college. I'm talking about a shot in the NBA. Because from, what, what, from my understanding, the biggest scholarship offer that he has right now is the University of Memphis. We were the first one to pull the trigger because everything else was kind of smaller schools. So now we were the first one to pull the trigger. Now, if he accepted, he accepted. If he doesn't, he doesn't. If he want to go play at another level, does this kid have a shot in the NBA? It's never been done, I don't think, ever. So you tell me, does this kid, both of y'all, does he have a shot in the NBA? And if he does or if he doesn't, why or why not?
0: Yeah, no, I think he does. I think he does because um, he's played against elite talent. I know just the, the funnel gets narrower and narrower as you go up towards the NBA. And you know, I don't think he'll be able to be and you know, I hate to put limitations on somebody cuz you know, he has shown that he's better than what the limitations people put on him, but it doesn't seem like somebody with one arm would be able to compete at a the highest level which is the NBA just because that is such a huge hindrance. I think he could possibly make it and maybe be a bench player that is you know, able to find a spot um i just don't know if he has the ability given the fact that he is missing an arm to 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 play everyone else that is at that super super elite level because you guys know as professional athletes the difference between being a super high school athlete to a super college athlete to a nfl player is huge the difference just from top-notch college to nfl is so big that's why you guys always laugh when we talk about the worst team in the nfl playing Alabama or somebody, you're like, yeah, they'd get destroyed.
2: (laughs) Well, and like, uh, I I think he has a shot, but you say that he might not have the ability, like he might not be able to because of his disability, but they said the same thing about the Griffin brother, and he made it to the NFL. He only had one arm. He was able to get to the NFL with his ability. I think he'll have a shot. I think, do I know if it will be an all talent? No, I think they'll – Well, Gary –
1: did we lose gear?
2: Based on I talent, we- I think he'll get a okay. shot. Even a tryout, he'll get a shot.
0: Well, can you say can you can you agree with this though? A football player with one hand, because he has one hand, uh, the Griffin guy, that is a defensive player, linebacker, is not as big of a hindrance Correct. as an, a basketball player with one arm. I'd agree.
2: I'd agree with that.
1: Okay. Right. So it's it's possible. It's just that he's going Yes. I mean, what I, cause see this is what I've been trying to figure out. At, at any level, one arm, two arms, with an uh, ailment, no ailment, if this kid comes in and he's averaging 30 points a game against uh, whatever competition you put in front of him, then yes, he deserves everything that comes to him. But I'm also saying that if he does not do that, he still also deserves everything that's coming to him because you work for what you you deserve unless you're That's all I'm saying.
2: I agree with that. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. But before we do stop, Oh no, 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 no. We're going over today. I'm sorry guys. Okay. Ooh. Perfect. We're going to, I got one thing and then we're going to hit the black history month next week. Cause D I know he's craving to go into that. I do, uh, we're I gonna do. Hit my topic that I mentioned last week. We're going to go over about 10, 15 minutes. So y'all just okay. up. Okay. Uh, so, uh, before time tries to end it on y'all, uh, so i said at the end of last week's podcast do you think a society or a country could go and be without money without money being the root of everything where a society can still be functional without everybody having to worry about the money they make and everything they have is covered they don't have to worry about oh i gotta pay bills i have to do all this stuff and here's the little restrictions i put on that so You could just take a country. We'll just throw out. We'll throw out Iceland. Iceland's the country that's going to do this. Okay. So for work, so people still have to can still get like cars fixed and stuff like that. You're doing it to help each other. You're learning a trade, and if you are working, you get benefits. Your benefit would be like you get the first class seats on a flight. You get uh you get to go into the preferred seating at like restaurants and stuff like that because you're working you're working for free basically. So you're working to help others so you get that preferred treatment. There's no, you don't get more money. You don't get anything like that. It's just, you get that preferred treatment because you are working and your the work is just helping each other. That's what it's about. And then like, there's still laws in place. So like if you kill somebody, you're still, you still get jail or killed through the death penalties or whatever, that's the same. And then there's limits on what you buy. So you can't overbuy, you can't go buy 30 cars. You can't go get 30 cars. There's a limit. Everybody's limited to X amount of cars. You can spend, you can get X amount of food every month. Or, like you, you can't buy 50 loaves of bread. You, you got, it's like a limit on what you can buy. So that way you everybody is sharing everything and you don't have to worry about, Oh, I got to pay for this. I got to pay for that. Do you think that could work? And we're not talking about today's time because we know today's time, everybody is super selfish and all about themselves but do you think that could go in general terms do you think a a country itself if we were using iceland for example could survive doing
1: that hell no and why not yeah this is why it we won't survive in in the way that this society thinks today i'm not talking about if we were to put it in place and kind of slow gravitate to that it, it, we we won't ever not because people are selfish is because we need an infrastructure that will that can support us we have to see like physically see like the hardships of our labor i mean we got to physically see the benefit of the hardships of our labor meaning you know if if you're going to pay me x amount of dollars an hour because that's the first thing people say so if you're going to transition from money then something else is taking the place of that money it's going to be goods food, something like that. I understand what you're saying in terms of, you know, be rules and laws in place where you'd have to do it for free. But you always had that shade tree mechanic. You always had that that diamond and rough where somebody just like, hey, man, you know, you give me that granola bar, man, I do it for this right here or I will do it for that. So I think when you what happens is, is you fall back on Some type of barter system. It won't ever. Would that
2: be bad though? Because now that you're using what you what you get for yourself or food to barter for something else, that's fine. You're bartering for service. But it's the same.
1: It's the same concept with cash, though. No,
2: because cash. This gives everybody. You don't have to worry about. Oh, am I going to make my uh, rent this month? Am I going to be able to pay my car payment? There is none of that now.
1: This is this is a Walking Dead scenario, Gary. This is a Walking Dead scenario where. Like, we don't, money is not the infrastructure. That's the only reason why I said that money is not the infrastructure. What is food, clothing, items? So now that's what we're using as money to trade. But
2: but it only is if you want to overbuy or overget because everybody is entitled to the same amount. But if you, so if you want an extra two cars where you have to barter for that, that's on you.
1: Ah, uh, I see what like, you're saying. Like it's
2: not like every nobody is treated less. You don't get more food or less food. Everybody gets the exact same amount of goods and service, all that kind of stuff, as everybody else.
1: So this and is kind of this is very more like similar to like the Harry Truman show. Yeah, everybody is the same. Yes, you go and to you're basically.
2: You're doing things to help each other. It's not like if you're, you're a mechanic, hey, I'm gonna fix my neighbor's car because it's the right thing to do. They so might be trying to eliminate
1: something. classism.
2: You yes, we don't whoo, classism boy. and and, and the, the then you don't have to worry about like poverty because everybody's taken care of. And then you don't have to worry about, oh, you're you you do not have to worry about every month, are you gonna be able to do this? You can oh, be able hell to do that. No.
1: It's gonna be too many people complaining about them working harder than somebody else. It definitely ain't gonna work. Then they
2: can move. That's simple. Go leave to another country. And that's mm-hmm. the thing is like it, it to me, if if you, you want to live life where you don't have to have any worries when it comes to bills, money and stuff like that, your only responsibility is you're helping look after each other. To me, that wouldn't make that's easy. Like that because I could have two cars, whatever I want. I have a house paid off, all my food, everything. I don't have no worries when it comes to bills, money, but none of that stuff. Work, all though. I have to You'll do. You'll be working for the rest yeah. of your life. No, all I, your okay. Retirement. So my thing would be, okay, I want to be, I want to garden, I want to, I want to produce the food that's going into the, uh, to the things. I'll be the gardener. That's fine. I'll go plant stuff and let it grow. So be it. Like that's the thing is, like you, you're doing it for everybody else, and you're getting stuff in return by work services. It's not like it's not a barter system in work. It's like, hey, I need to go, I need to get my car fixed. Well, this person does this. And then, in turn, you might cook them something. Okay, that's your that's your return. And it's just you're doing it to help each other. It's not about so, I'm right, looking for modern something. Modern-day
0: prostitution.
1: That's what it sounds like. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I mean, if that's what you're looking for. You're telling you me wouldn't wanna, you
2: wouldn't want to. If you didn't play. Okay, time. I can't use D because D has money. We know that. Wow! (laughs) Wow! You you said time does not No, I'm saying I'm I'm (laughs) saying D has seventy million in the bank. That's money. There's different. I I,
0: I got you. I got you, G.
2: (laughs) So, so time, if you could go the rest of your life without having to worry about food for your kids, worrying about where your money's coming for rent, what you're having to do, you can continue doing your job at the club. And then in turn, you're just doing it, hanging out with people, doing all that kind of stuff, and you don't have no bills no more. You're telling me you wouldn't take that? Uh okay, but my thing is like so and you're working at the club. So now if you want to go on a trip, you automatically get first class tickets because you're working. Workers get a get that benefit if you work, if you have a job, you get the benefit of a first class ticket, or you but get then it, that
0: devalues service, like. That's right. only,
2: it's it's a bonus for working so it incentivizes people to work and because you're not getting paid to work so now you get the incentivized of a first class ticket or you might get preferred seating in a movie theater or something so like it's that like,
0: what's the difference of like okay if i want to work and what's to say i'm going to go you know put the fries flip burgers at mcdonald's versus i want to go and be a doctor what incentive do I have to, to learn all that stuff to be a
2: doctor to go and then Versus train? My, because eyes. well, people that people that want to be doctors they want to help people. Yeah, they want to. They're going to get paid compensated <laughs> Well, but a lot of them no. There's a lot of doctors out there that they don't they don't go to medical school because it's gonna. They don't want to go eight years just because they know oh, I'm going to do this eight years when I'm 12 because I want to make a lot of money. No, it's about they want to help people. <laughs> When they're younger. That is exactly what it is, Gary. What the hell is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> Y'all obviously haven't met some doctors, huh? Y'all think when when they're when they're twelve, they're not wanting to do it for
1: money? <laughs> oh Gary. God, let him live in his life, bro. Get you he's cute. Getting... Uh, he really is. It's the shirt. It's the shirt. I don't and know what it is. He,
2: but... You think that not all doctors make a shit ton of money?
1: What, what was you, was you, I mean, let, did you just decide 2022, <laughs> you was going to be positive? There? I'm, I'm just giving <laughs> I'm, I'm you, just exa- I, exactly. I, I could probably there is, people. Th- there was, is,
2: there is people there. Well, that's the thing. If you're going to live in this society, you have to want to help each other. Cause that's the only way the society works. If you no, don't, no, no, eat,
1: I want to hear what you about to say about these doctors. Go ahead.
2: No, there's people out there that have, for example, there's, there is people that own body shops that make more than doctors in a year. And they work on cars because they own their own shop and they do everything with cars. There's people out there that make more but than doctors. I am not
0: saying that people don't aren't don't have ability to make more than a doctor, but I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, bro, you tripping? <laughs> see, y'all are saying every doctor is only a doctor for the money.
1: I, don't I didn't, that say, that. No, I didn't say that. No, we ain't saying that. We ain't I saying. That. But didn't. if I'm going to if I'm going to school for eight years or six years and got to go through all that shit. I, it's it's not it's not only because I'm here to help people okay <laughs> I didn't say it's the only reason no but that, right. that is part of the reason why they're doing it yeah it's 60 40 and I'm letting you know okay. now 60 is the money <laughs> 60 is the money
2: I think that I think that's even a little low honestly <laughs> yeah but 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 in that society it's not about money now
0: right so, but then that 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 puts on it that society as a whole is gonna be filled with people that care about the next person enough to do something like that but
2: again that's the whole premise of the whole thing would be that people are wanting to live here they want to help each other they're doing the jobs because it's going to help each other and somebody's gonna be doing it for them too because if you need your car fixed you have to have somebody that's willing to do it for free that's part of the society that you're agreeing to when this when you decide to move to this country but again
0: like i'm saying so what's my incentive as if i'm growing up and i can go and do something easy like you
2: know there's only a limited number of jobs at each thing. And so, so you, you can't have 48, you can't have 48, uh, burger flippers at McDonald's. There's only a limited number at each job.
1: Okay. I, I, think, I respect uh, it, man. I respect your little society, man. It's cute that you think, you know, doctors, I, I, I mean, I, I like your society. I want to be a part wanna of They
0: want to help everybody. That's what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> I want to come because I know that your doctors are going to have eight years of experience. <laughs> they <laughs> they doing it because they're here to help so people?
2: You're, you're telling me that the doctors that go through Doctors Over Borders, a lot of them do it for free because it's a non-profit. They don't get paid. They're doing well, it they, because they, they no, want to help They people. have
1: the ability to do it for free because they make so much money. Yeah, but they're That's still doing it. Understand. They're going to these
2: war-torn countries, risking their yeah. life to
1: help people, not for yeah. the money. Yeah, Gary, well, you, Gary, you're not understanding Gary. what I'm saying. Like Gary. It's the same reason that Roger Did Goodell, you? during the lockout, took a dollar because he got paid $50 million a year He's okay. It's not true. It it. so like or let's put it like this. Let's like
0: this, Gary. Gary. Yeah. You, you do uh, football without barriers, right? Yes. Does that mean you would have played football for free? No. Exactly.
2: Not, that
1: was, <laughs> no, but that's no that that that's my point. Exactly
0: what you're saying though, Gary. No,
1: you, went, you, saying. Went, you,
0: you were able to go and do charity because you got paid so much playing football that you are like, okay, yeah, I can go teach this to other countries and do other countries for free because I made my money playing football here.
2: Uh, for my charity, I came out of pocket for that. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, I'm not. I'm saying you're able to do that. Yeah, but, but you're proving my point for me because I was about to say that for D. D just said that because doctors made so much money, they'll go risk their life on the line over in these countries to help people because they care. So, D, my question to you is if you made $70 million in one year playing football, the next year they said, we're going to pay you $1. Are you playing? No, you're retiring. You're not yeah. going to go do it for free because you love you're it. Right. You're they right. do it because they want to help people. It has nothing to do with the money that they already accumulated before. They're risking what, their what, life what,
1: what, what, I'm say- what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Gary, that—and I, and, and I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm just saying it's hard—it's hard-pressed for me to believe that there's doctors out there that spend spent eight years going through school because they've accumulated a lot of bills.
2: So while we put that as a question to anybody that's listening, if you're a doctor and know any doctors— Find out if they only do oh, it for I the money that. or if they did I, it because I, they bro, care.
1: <laughs> bro, bro, I, I, I know I know doctors and I've I never one asked too, this but but you I'm, know one too. But I'll ask the question. Like I, I, I I'm telling you right now, they accumulate too much debt for money not to be an option or but again a, a there would be
2: no debt because college would be free in my society.
1: There's no debt anymore.
2: You have no you're payment, right. so everything is free. You're not you're doing yes, you're learning new things, but you're not paying at that time.
1: You're going for free. So you, so you telling me that a lawyer, a judge, a traffic officer, a fly fl, a fry flipper, and a doctor, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart in your society?
0: No. They'd all have the same value. the all, yes.
1: all, Same
2: value.
0: That's a society that will never work. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> 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 it, it, and then those people would have to leave. That wouldn't be fine with it. You'd have to find people that would be fine with it. You are a dick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, I agree. It's that not. It, it's not, not something it that anymore. a lot of people would do. But I'm just—that <laughs> that was my thing. Is like, is it possible if you had people that actually just wanted to do things to help each other? And so, our today's society, nobody would because people only care about themselves.
0: I'm definitely using this for our clip for our social. <laughs> no, you're
2: good. <laughs> I, I definitely want to see
0: what other people Your think. Time, me. you're it telling me you wouldn't want. live in that
2: society though. <laughs> no so you're telling me if you wouldn't go live there if you if your job was to do exactly what you're doing now everything was paid for you had no worries for the rest of your life your kids had college paid for everything and you wouldn't go do that i mean yeah that'd be super nice but no because i because i just think you'd ha- you'd run up
0: on too many leeches
1: Ooh, that's a better question Gary. How? how many people would want to live in your society Because as good as it sounds, it may not sound as good as you think it is. It could be Commonwealth. Wow. Why would it be?
2: Why would you have leeches? What would they be leeching on? We're like, okay, what's
0: my incentive to go to school to get a good job when I can just feel, uh, again, there's
2: only a limited number of jobs. Right.
0: All right. So let me find the one that's the least hard that's available. And that's what I'm going to go do. And then I get all because That's what some people
2: would do. Not everybody thinks that way. There's a lot of people that go to college because they want to learn new things. It's not just for the money. I, I have a friend that literally went to school for geology who knew geology is not a big field, but he went because he enjoyed doing it. It had nothing to do with money. There's people out there that go to college to learn things because they want to know more. Me, for example, I wanted to go to college for archaeology. I'm not making any money doing archaeology, but I there was something that was a passion for me, yeah. <laughs> and I would have. That's the thing that I'm saying, you might like there's not people out there that do that. You can laugh all you want, but I guarantee you there's a ton of people that would go to school for free. That's the problem. Things that deter people from going to college now is because they gotta pay. If you don't have to pay and you can learn, I think people would do it.
1: First of all, we're going to address the fact that you did arche- that you wanted to be an archaeologist later. Could, so. we, we're going to talk about that later. Yes. We ain't even going to talk about that right now. We're going that's to talk fine. about it on the next podcast. That's fine. Because that's that's a story all in itself I right there. I love it. That's a story all in itself. All I'm saying, Gary, is that <laughs> when you make a decision to go be a lawyer, a doctor, or any one of those CEOs, executives, anything that requires you to go to school for X amount of years— money is a really big factor in you making that decision. And in but, your society, but hold on. Is a lot money, of people won't step in those roles because I can I can go be a fry cook with no school and be the same as anybody else. So is money only a
2: factor because you know you have to pay all of it back for the schooling? Is that yes. a part of it? But, but there is no payback now.
1: Yeah, but but nobody has to le- – nobody's – you're going to have like
2: <laughs> – you, <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying, but also, it's something that would have to be ingrained through generations. Like you'd have to find a group that is completely content with it, and then when the kid, when they have kids, and they grow up, the kids know no better. They're gonna be all fine with it. It's not gonna my be something. My thing is
0: though, better. in that society, you're gonna have certain people that are working way harder than other people, and they're gonna look and be like, "Hold on, they're enjoying the same life I'm enjoying, and I'm working ten times harder than them. What's my incentive to keep?" working 10 times harder than someone that has because,
2: the same life as me right because that's the job you chose you didn't have to choose that job you, chose well, you said that.
1: there's a limited job so, well, well, correct. That's what so we chose yeah job. Well, yeah. if i'm if, if if i want to be a fry cook and all the fry cook positions are taken then i mean you are forcing me to do a job that yeah, i don't want yeah. to but
2: but then but y'all are acting like there's not people other than that want to be a lawyer that want to be doctors there are well, people, you got that, want to
0: people that. that want to be like that but then uh eh, what you you because I got a couple of my friends that are that are pharmacists, right? And I actually just mm-hmm. had this conversation with them last time I was in North Carolina. They're telling me about how much they hate their jobs, and if they could go back, they would not go to pharmacy school and making all this money because they hate their jobs so much. You're gonna run up on people that went to school thinking they were gonna love something, start doing it and hate it, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And that's the sign. Then they
1: can go look, find another job. Time, that's the thing. Time. time. <laughs> This motherfucker went to school to be an archaeologist, bro. I, I, I wanted to. I wanted
2: to. I didn't get Gary
0: to. Said, hey, Gary said, if you love my bark, let me bury my bone. Cause
2: I'm. <laughs> obviously, I know it's never gonna happen. But I think there's a way you can make it where we're obviously it would take time to be integrated through generations. I think you'd have to find a a group of people that are willing to do that, and then once you have kids, then the kids are gonna know. No, that's all they're gonna know is. You do this to help each other. It's not about money or being above somebody or working harder or less than others. It's all about helping the community and helping each other. It would be ingrained in them at that point. And then that's the way you would keep it and would take off. Obviously, it would be a very hard process to start right away. And in today's day, it's hard to even think about that because we're so damn selfish as a society. I don't know if it would be possible. Okay. It's it's more wishful thinking. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Here. A- I don't, <laughs>
2: but, hold
1: on. hold on. I'm let still- me
2: clarify. I am going to pull I will, I will have it for the next podcast, but there is a, there is a society in one of the countries that in this little town, this, this is something they actually do. They only help each other. do. There's no money in their society. Nobody's higher than other. Everybody works and does it for each other. I will find the name of it. And you can there's a video on it because a guy travels the world, all these different places. And he visits this place and he talks about it. And they're like, it's just a sense of community. We do it because we want to help each other. So it's been done in a small scale. And I will get that info. So that way, if anybody wants to see it, you can see it working firsthand.
1: I got one question. I got one question for you. And we're gonna end this podcast after I ask you this question because I'ma need you to give you me the answer next week. What the All fuck? Right. What was you watching on TV growing up as a kid that wanted you to be a fucking archaeologist? <laughs> next week, lady. next week
2: Jurassic Park out here, boy. That would Bro, be
1: pantology, sir.
2: I, <laughs> please tell me. You don't even the know the difference park- between the two time? Come on.
1: Look, look, we going we, we gonna we go have this conversation next week, yeah, because I didn't know this about you. This is some shocking news.
2: Hold on, hold on. You didn't know that you've been in my mat, in my bedroom. You know what my theme
1: is. Save that for next week, but you know what my theme is. I, I understand that, but I didn't know that it came with that though. I didn't know like I I, I wanna know how you cause I, I, I'm gonna tell you a quick story. My daughter, my daughter, um she's Our yeah, she's 11 and she, she was having a conversation with her Lola, which is her grandmother, and she was telling her what she wanted to be when she grew up. And her, her grandmother told her, her Lola told her, no, nah, that's not what you're going to be. Ain't no money in that. You want to be this to the point to where my oldest daughter was like, I don't even know what I wanted to be when <laughs> I grow up because Lola said ain't no money in my profession. So it's fun. I want to know what it is that you watched that motivated you. To be a fucking archaeologist, and I
2: think that's the thing is like, like I, like I said, with the whole thing of the society that in today's society everything's money driven. I just wish there was a way to get away from everything was money driven. Or or
1: make it where it's more well, affordable we know for why people. You want to get away from money-driven? You want to be an archaeologist? They don't. <laughs> I know, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like even if things are just motivation.
2: more affordable for people in general, yeah. like colleges is. Oh, they complain about people not going to college, but they oh they charge out the butt and they raise prices. They charge. They they want people to have medical insurance, but they raise the prices and it's so expensive. Like
1: well, here's the a, here's a, here's, a, here's the issue that you run into by not having a money structured system. When things start to break down within the community, like housing, uh, things, uh, streets need to be repaired or constructed. You don't have any money from the from taxes or whatever the case may be in order to support the community needs as it relates to, like, yeah, we got people that can fix it. We just ain't got nobody that can get it in here, like all the raw materials in here for me to actually do the work that I need to do, because not every everybody's going off this barter system and if they did then yeah. i mean it'll definitely work for sure well you, you would gotta, have to have you would you have, have to get have, more like, countries involved
2: yeah that or you'd have to have like the factories to build the stuff on hand so like iceland probably wouldn't work because you wouldn't have the ability to build all the factories
1: it doesn't matter where i'm just saying yeah. just in just in general yeah. yeah Yeah, that
2: would be the hard part how you would you come up with
0: that kind of stuff but yeah, we'd do look forward to getting the input from our community.
2: So, I yes. will. We'll post yeah. this and we'll see what people. I have do have to a say. response to that, though. Time or the all your tourism you get, they have to pay money. That's your income for supporting outside forces.
1: When you so have, you think people are going to come in and tour <laughs> free? Yes. You, go ahead, go ahead and end this time. <laughs> it's time bro. Yeah, go I'm ahead this right. time. <laughs>
0: Oh gosh! Sorry, boys, I caught up watching LeBron's game winner in the All Star game.
2: I, I apologize. We out. Yeah. Have- you are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast, featuring D'Angelo
0: Williams and Gary Barnidge.